Fred. Yeah. I got an Arthur figurine, a Mime Jr. figurine. I got a Helga bobblehead from Hey Arnold. You're not even done with that show. I could I know, but I just love Helga so much. (laughs) (laughs) Do you kin her? (laughs) I don't know what the hell that means. Get it, this the deeper you get into the fan fiction community, <laughs> <laughs> the more of these words you'll learn. There was one other one that I got that I can't remember. Oh, it was like this, it was super cheap. It was like this old Mario figurine that I had when I was a kid, and you it's had to buy it back mode. Yeah, my mom. Post all my shit on eBay. <laughs> all this stuff I just bought for my mom. <laughs> and I had to go to auction for it. I couldn't even put in a best offer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that she had Kelsey putting in fake bids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, $200 in the hole. <laughs> well, should we get started? Why, to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen, while the other one... Flex that muscle. Moves to Bakersfield. (laughs) I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other co-host... The Desert Boy. (sighs) Alright, so... We're exhausted. Is this the conclusion to anime, or are we still waiting on Kathy? Uh, I'm not waiting on Kathy anymore. I have more pressing concerns with Kathy than this show. (laughs) We do, however, have one real movie once we're done with Pokemon, uh, because Kira's hopping back on to actually do Akira. Uh, Okay. Akira. Akira is quizzing us. On Akira. I'm excited to... uh, I'll try and make the joke as many times as possible. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very curious to know which Pokemon movie I'm being quizzed on. I told you. You just forgot. Yeah. As has... I imagine everyone else listening... Mm -hmm. You list a title of a Pokemon movie. I don't think anybody's going to take that in, especially not one of the newer ones. Yeah. It's like, what was one? It was like the power of friendship. Pokemon, the power of friendship. I thought it was the power of one. (laughs) The power of one? (laughs) The South African (laughs) novel. The Pokemon movie opens up to, one is the loneliest (laughs) It follows a character who cannot catch any Pokemon. No. He he always throws the Pokeball 
It gets in the Pokeball, but it always gets out. He, he doesn't have any... He has to do, like, this Safari Zone, like, bait or throw a rod. <laughs> and every time it happens that they run away on the next turn. <laughs> Except it's not like the Safari Zone. The, the Pokemon actually does attack him as well. <laughs> Just, they bite him. <sighs> Tauros Tracheotomy. I just asked another student what their favorite Pokemon is. She said Pikachu. Disgusting. But... <laughs> oh, well, I got the perfect reaction. I get the same reaction every time whenever I say Mr. Mime. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Well, usually there's a pause as they think about it. <laughs> and then they're and then disgust just washes over their face. He just Wes just wants to be in control of a in control of a creepy man. <laughs> <laughs> last right. week i quizzed you on the movie promare uh you watched that this afternoon and so did i and i'm gonna quiz you on it i'm gonna i'm gonna quiz you on it again to see how much you you retained <laughs> that's actually true so i did the questions for this way early on so much so that i wasn't using the like toxicity counter so what i'm gonna offer you instead is I'm going to ask you one of each of our normal question types. If you get them correct, I will let you change your final score for this season by that many points. Okay, but I feel like I'm already headed in the normal direction, and that's what I'm most comfortable with. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not going to ask you those questions at all. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not, I'm not, I'm not saying what direction. I'm saying your overall point total. Oh. Okay. So, so you may have the opportunity to not bust if you get all three questions correct or in an, a margin of three points from that score. Okay. <clears throat> so, I'm not uh, sure I'm still following, but let's go for it. <laughs> we'll figure it out, baby. <laughs> uh, I asked you why you hadn't seen this movie and what you know about it. You said it's about horses. It's against your principles. Uh, and I should know that you haven't seen it because, uh, because, because you, you're, you're anti-mayor. Mm. No points. Uh, <laughs> come on, but it was funny. <laughs> funny. I should have so points for being funny. funny. <laughs> uh, what are the burnish? You said a race of fire breathers. Their objective is to watch the world burn. And they copy the Alfred speech from The Dark Knight. How do you how do you think how do you think you did on that? Uh, they're more of a new breed of human than a race. I think, given no information, I'm going to give you a full point for that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that points now are a punishment rather than a reward. <laughs> Desperately trying to avoid it. Uh, this question is fun. What are some of the events we see activate Burnish at the beginning of the movie? Uh, you had said 9-11, the 2008 financial crisis, and the cancellation of American Idol. Uh, so am I supposed to give you the correct answer? Yeah, do you remember? Oh, I don't know if, if this has anything to do with the, the point situation that it you're doesn't. talking about. Okay. I just wanted to see if you remembered. 
uh, it was largely just spontaneous. It just started happening on like airplanes, buildings. Mm-hmm. I mean, the three instances we're shown at the beginning uh, are two things that are somewhat similar. One, a guy who's uh, stuck in the middle of a train and is uncomfortable. The other, a man trapped in traffic on the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, and three, a woman who is being abused by her alcoholic oh, husband. Yeah. I remember the abused woman. <laughs> Those are three equivalent things. Yeah. All the same level of discomfort. <laughs> All coming from the exact same place. Um, but I do, I'm not giving you the point, but I do think that 9-11, the 2008 financial crisis and the cancellation of American Idol would have caused those reactions. Yeah. Because those things are the same equivalency of <laughs> discomfort as the other three. Just being upset. <laughs> if you're mad... You're gonna your burnish abilities are gonna activate. It's just like if you just cross that threshold, it doesn't matter to what degree. <laughs> no, if you get upset enough, mm-hmm. it'll happen. Like if it's your birthday and you open up the mailbox, there's no cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, you explode in fire and then you incinerate the mailman. Mm-hmm. And then you get deemed a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Those ones might be fair. <laughs> uh, I don't know la- if I'm willing to <laughs> label someone who spontaneously spits out flames. A terrorist. Yeah, it's not like they made that choice. Yeah, and what Th- ideology? I feel like there has to be some kind of ideology. Third degree murderer, maybe at the worst. Mm. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. Their ideology. <laughs> My ideology <laughs> is third degree murder. <laughs> Everyone deserves it. (laughs) Everybody should get at least one shot at it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And my last open-ended question, why did Cray Foresight build the Parnassus spaceship? Uh, You said he's a cowboy astronaut and he does it in spite of the government telling to. It's a hobby. He is the government, so (laughs) you can't be more wrong there. Mm Mm-hmm. I have trouble believing someone with such huge pecs would ever be elected to a position. He's frankly too jacked for politics. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is the closest we got. I was about to say. But he was an old man by that point, so... He, he's that weird old man fit, <laughs> fit look where they're still muscled, but it's, things are starting to loosen. <laughs> yeah, Cray Foresight is too young and too in his prime to get into politics. Yeah. He had nothing to lose. Why would, why, why would he go into a field where you only lose so much? Yeah. The first, <laughs> the first multiple choice question I asked you is what replaces the ladder on Burning Rescue's fire truck? You said a jungle gym. I assume to be wrong on purpose. Yeah. Uh, what replaces the ladder? Cannon. Mm-hmm. Robot cannon. But otherwise, the fire engine looks largely the same. And that was if one of the things I pointed out. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you see a fire truck coming, <laughs> fire trucks are cool. Do they even need the fire truck, though? Yeah. 
Oh, oh do I you don't mean think th- they do? <laughs> it's kind of like a it's kind of like a land battleship. The robots are all held on it, and that's where they get fired out from. But like they move so quickly in those robot suits, I feel like they, I you know I had enough, you know opinions about the the practicality <laughs> of even needing a fire crew anymore. <laughs> they like what they really need is just every floor needs one of those storage units that people just climb into and then will just shoot out of the building. Problem solved almost 100% of the time. <laughs> Look, the triangle shirtwaist accident could have been mitigated if we just had a cannon to shoot people down to the ground floor. Honestly. I imagine that it's just the resources required to make those machines. It's easier to have a fire truck for transportation. <laughs> but I also I, don't I... think the movie is interested in discussing that at all. <laughs> fair enough i wouldn't say this movie attempts to be grounded in any way it's just interesting the few aspects in which the the movie chooses not to expand the imagination (laughs) we got robots that fight fires of course they get from place to place in a fire truck what I thought it was funny enough when the robots strapped the storage unit of humans to their back and then proceeded to climb upside, <laughs> upside down, down. <laughs> down the building. <laughs> I didn't notice that the first two times I watched the movie. I thought that they were just like moving down, like you would, uh-huh. you know, move no, down. No, we clearly <laughs> see them crawl down, fully inverted. <laughs> I was like, it's not comfortable. They're not strapped into anything, but at least they're right side up. No. <laughs> again like i said like i messaged you you know this has just become a sport there's there's crowds the crowds aren't like gasping or in silence praying (laughs) they're cheering (laughs) arguably i wouldn't even call these people terrorists there's no feeling of terror Now, I know you don't care, but I, I was just recommended and started reading a manga called Ranger Reject. Uh, it's about, like, an alien invasion force and the Power Rangers. Uh, mm-hmm. The alien invasion force was defeated two or three years before the story starts. Um, but now, every single Sunday, they're forced to come down to Earth and pretend like they're invading so that the Power <laughs> Rangers can kick their ass. And That's crowds gather, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" <laughs> That's a pretty good premise. It's it's pretty good so far. Star Trek, steal that idea, <laughs> then Wessel watch it. Uh, what kind of fighting implement is a matoy? You said a hose, but bigger. I think you would struggle to describe what it is now. <laughs> I don't. The the name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. It's the, the matoi. The the like the fire spear at the end. Oh, it's the fire spear that Gallo uses throughout the entire movie. Oh, there's like this weird one that's like a um with like an umbrella end, but with no fabric. It's like just the like the mm-hmm. spear. Mm-hmm. And there... is that the? Every single Are one they of those. All? Is... Yes, they're all Matoi. Oh, okay. But unsurprisingly, are not a real thing. Uh, 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna ask. So is that a thing in Japan? <laughs> Do they have no. laser swords? No, the the object itself is named after the main character from an anime that this studio made before this movie. Oh, okay. So they're just trying to put they're just trying to put it into the zeitgeist. This movie is nothing but fan service for people who like anime by this studio. Ah, okay. Uh, and I will get into that in my review. <laughs> what happens when a burnish dies? You said they turn into an egg? They turn to ash. Mm-hmm. You have issues with <laughs> this <laughs> phenomenon? It was just like... They're explaining it all. Like the f- We're all like fire and the fire burns forever so we live forever and the fire heals us unless we die in which case we turn to ash and uh it, it's still it's That's still about where the explanation quite, ends. <laughs> it's it still doesn't quite sit right with me it doesn't quite make sense mm-hmm. um I guess I it would have made it would have helped if I had seen the healing properties more than once. Yeah, <laughs> early on, and to have seen more so the the physical stakes of the people who aren't burnish <laughs> as well, <laughs> because they seem just as indestructible <laughs> as the burnish. It's true. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight that. Um, and then finally, you know the. The most uncomfortable point is the the men on men kissing. <laughs> of course not. Um, but uh, I will use this as an opportunity to mention that uh, you said that you didn't think any of these EMT people could. Yeah, I was wrong. Use a defibrillator. I, I, I had forgotten. Yeah. They're all medically trained. (laughs) We just don't see that ever exercise. Gallo very quickly states, I have medical equipment on my motorcycle and I can bring it in here to help. It's interesting that in the future that comes second to robot suit. (laughs) What do you think ambulances look like in this universe? Because we don't see one. They're going to look the same because we know <laughs> that that doesn't the the vehicles do not change <laughs> but the nurses the paramedics they now have swords and they can do and there's uh, no longer stretchers it's just a shipping container <laughs> i thought you were gonna say it's a cannon that fires you to the nearest hospital in a shipping container <laughs> in a shipping container it's all, it's, we've put all of our resources into spectacles now. <laughs> Which, I, I'd be cool with that. Uh, since the appearance of the burnish, what natural phenomena has started to occur? You said regular global warming. The ocean's temperature is starting to rise. Surprisingly not mentioned. <laughs> It's. I think that global warming is a theme of this movie, but they decided to take it in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. What if global warming was happening something? It was something happening in our bodies, <laughs> but also the Earth's core. <laughs> in spooky volcano. <laughs> yeah. 
and also it's alive. It's the volcano from that Pixar short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would ha- what happens to the volcanoes from lava when the burnish are introduced? <laughs> and pervert their love. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think how do you think those volcanoes feel when Leo Focia goes super saiyan inside of them and destroys <laughs> them to create a magma dragon? Yeah, it's it's their love child. <laughs> true. Uh and then lastly, what's the promare? You said it's like Hakuna Matata. <laughs> what were the options again? An amalgamation of hate that has gained consciousness. The name for this universe is waterbending, or sentient fire from a parallel dimension that lives within the Earth's core. It's C. Yes. Did you have any inclination that that was the correct answer? When you were quizzing me? Yeah. I don't know if you remember that a week ago. Uh, no. Uh, to be honest, a lot of times when it comes to multiple choice, my attention span is so <laughs> short that I just end up saying a letter because I can't remember what yeah. the first options were. I mean, you did say D four out of five times <laughs> on this quiz. <laughs> there you go. Uh, true or false? <laughs> Harboring a burnish is a uh, is a crime punishable by law, regardless of their terrorist status. You said false. Uh, yeah, they're pretty pretty much every burnish is called terrorists. Yeah, this movie has big themes of immigration politics. Yeah, um, which I feel like it. I feel like the social commentary of this movie, I could have done without. I, I feel like it doesn't have a very nuanced... It, it doesn't have anything new to say, I should say. <laughs> hey, there are a lot of people who still believe the opposite side, so... Fair enough. I mean, I guess, right? No. I'm not... I, halfway through the movie, I was like, when are we going to get to the part where there's the Burnish Underground Railroad? <laughs> 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 like... Happened, which what happened in Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there wasn't not a burnish underground railroad. <laughs> they just didn't make a big deal about it. I guess they didn't really emphasize it. No, but like clearly hiding in that cave together, I was like, this is hints of. Yeah, that was around the time where I started thinking, I'm like, oh boy, we're gonna keep, we're getting closer and closer. Uh, Governor Cray Foresight saved Galothymos from a fire started by the Mad Burnish terrorist organization. You said false. That's correct. I can't remember who. Is it the governor or mayor who's the big blonde guy? The governor is the big blonde guy. Oh. Yeah, he he burned down Gallo's house and I assume killed his parents. Yeah, like I said, death comes secondary to spectacle now. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo's betrayed by an old man because the old man thinks fascism is just too hard to fight against. You said true. It's true. Yeah. How do you feel about that old man? It's funny. You agreed with him. You know, I when I see an old man in a movie, 
animated or not, my natural inclination is to be completely ride or die. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, still find myself in that boat. (laughs) You're you're proven right every time. (laughs) It has yet to burn me. Uh, true or false, the fire safety punch does not put out any fires. Uh, you said false, it puts out all the fires. What I noticed is that attack is not called that in the Japanese version. I There were so many attacks that were <laughs> named in this, and yep. like, especially towards the end. <laughs> I'm guessing, is that like a about... thing that just happens with this studio? Do they do that yes. a lot? Yeah. The, the two calling card, well, one of the major calling cards of this studio is when a character or a special move is introduced, big text appears on the screen behind them with the oh, oh sound effect of the text hitting the screen. Mm-hmm. And then when the attack happens, the text is part of the world and it explodes accordingly. Yeah. I was like, okay, is this going to be a video game or something? <laughs> like, I can understand, like, Dragon Quest Adventures of Die does something similar. Okay. Where they're always, like, they use magic. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, that's the, that's the whatever spell. That's the swoosh. The crackle. That's crackle. <laughs> or that's swoosh. And, like, obviously they're just calling back to the video game. Right. But I was like, what's the... Should I write this down? (laughs) (laughs) In most anime with powers, the moves have names. It's just unfortunate. I guess to easier reference on the playground or whatever. Exactly. I mean, you you can't find a kid our age who doesn't know what a Kamehameha is. Because everybody was in the world. You you couldn't do it. (laughs) I don't think, I think every kid of our generation knows what a Kamehameha is. And of course, it's just the long version of uh... Hawaiian King Kamehameha. Yeah. Mm Yeah. That's definitely not offensive at all. That's his name. It's named after him. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I thought you were doing the whole, sounds similar. No. It's, the same thing. it's named after him. It's weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's, that's, yeah, weird in another way. <laughs> Look, I know history so long as it is related to anime trivia. Ethan couldn't tell you when he was alive. Or what was going on elsewhere in the world. <laughs> but... I started listening to American History Tellers, and uh, I've been listening to the whole series on the Cold War. And uh, it wasn't until episode four when I was like, hold on, I think the Cold War wasn't in the 80s. <laughs> it was. <laughs> towards, the, towards the start of it. It ended. The fall of the Soviet Union was in 1989. Okay, look, buddy. <laughs> The Technically 92, that... the Berlin Wall fell in 89. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that episode yet. Leave me alone. 
Each of the Crazer X's attacks have actual use for terraforming. You said false. That's wrong. How does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> These are the same levels of wrong. Uh, and lastly, it's not an isekai, so you didn't get a point by saying true. It is an isekai? It is not an isekai. Isekai. I said isekai. Isekai. There was... There's this town. Whenever we go up to Green Bay... And I have to look it up because it sounds like it's East Asian. And, but it's like in between Milwaukee and uh, Green Bay. So it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, it just can't be. Takara is saying it's possible, but I, I'm skeptical. Do you remember what it's called? Saying there's a, a sizable Hmong population. It's called Wu Tang HQ. <laughs> Ethan guessed it was Wu Tang HQ. <laughs> Method Man lives there by himself. I'll have, to, I'll have to message you when it, we drive by it again. ODB would visit if it's he like was dead. Mishito or something. Okay, that's not. It's probably not it. I bet it's Mikado. It, because the kingdom of Mikado is an old story. Like, just, there's history there, I guess. But I feel like it starts with Mishi or something like that. Hmm. Because then you, it's like by like Francis Creek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode is brought to you by the city of Francis Creek. <laughs> For all of your vacation needs in the Midwest. Uh, by the township of Francis Creek. It's a village. <laughs> Population of 659. If you need some antiques or... Um, Guess what its main drive is called. Main Street. North Packer Drive. North Packer Drive. <laughs> I sent you this, I, the screenshot I sent you for this episode was a GIF. Yes. Uh, um, it is the first attack on the headquarters, the governor's mansion, and HQ, mm-hmm. um, yep. by the lead terrorists, mm-hmm. dragon monster. Yeah. The only thing from your description that I might be able to give you a point for is saying that the dragon is a spirit of the hero of the story. And I could only give you half a point for mentioning the phrase hero of the story if we agree that Leo is the hero of Bromare, <laughs> which I think is also debatable. <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to say no. <laughs> Everything we learn about him is through the lens of the EMT dude, so. (laughs) I think that what Leo's doing is noble, but he is also still, like, going into buildings and lighting them all on fire. Like, we don't know what he was doing immediately before And also then defending that when he's confronted about it. I think one of the funniest lines is when the EMT guy's like, can't you at least just stop setting buildings on fire? And he's like, do you think I can? (laughs) 
<laughs> or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like I get it, like fight the good fight, whatever, but like <laughs> You you could stop. There's, it's not like in your DNA that you have to do this. Nothing nothing we see him destroy in this movie is like not a thing that I wouldn't get him attacking. The first thing that destro- that's destroyed in this movie is the pharmaceutical company owned by the governor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He's probably killed innocent people before. I think that's the thing. Yeah. That we don't talk about. And I mean, if we are willing to say as well that some of the people that died in the EMT services in those containers, <laughs> I would say it's <laughs> mostly the EMT's fault, but I would say they wouldn't have been in that position without uh, right. radio. <laughs> cool. Um, Quest, do you want to do your review first or do you want to try to get, you know, I'm going to hit you with these bonus questions. If you can get these three questions correct, you can receive a maximum of three points to adjust your score at the end of the season. It's Mishikat. 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 Mishikat? Is that how it's called? Um, I highly doubt. Yeah, it's from like 1831. But doesn't that sound vaguely? Um, at least as far as the Asian languages that I know about, not a lot of words <laughs> end with the letter T. Okay. They usually end with a vowel. I guess I'm just being problematic, borderline offensive. No, I mean, offensive. <laughs> you just you just don't know. <laughs> the worst I could call you is ignorant. <laughs> But here you are, ignorant. <laughs> here you are attempting to enlighten yourself. And, and folks, that's important. You make the attempt to learn. Then you can call it weird. <laughs> From henceforth, I will be offensive. I mean, last, Knowingly. Week I spent, last week I spent the entire episode trying to make you say racist things. And Not even trying to, accusing me <laughs> of saying racist things that didn't come remotely out of my mouth. All right, I'm going to ask you some bonus questions here. <clears throat> Number one, it's an open-ended question. What is the Crazer X's pile driver for? Uh, the pile driver is for specifically for breaking fire swords, I believe. Or is it the? It's he grapples onto. Yeah, he doesn't he grapple onto the fire sword and breaks it because it's it's icy. He does, but the pile driver has a specific terraforming use, which I'm wondering if you heard the governor describe. No, I was too distracted by the the titles of moves at this point. <laughs> I imagine the sheer motion of the fight, too, was also making you a bit dizzy or sick. Yeah. I also can't remember if this was the case with uh, Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. movies. 
or not but hbo did this weird thing where even though i was watching the japanese yep. version they have the subtitles embedded in the movie as yep. well as you can get subtitles on top of that it took me like a couple minutes to realize i needed to turn off subtitles yeah. because there were already subtitles and it's annoying on my roku tv this episode's brought to you by roku and francis <laughs> probably shit on it <laughs> um like i can only set subtitles for like every app so now i have to go back and turn subtitles back on that's really annoying <laughs> that is annoying okay uh my multiple choice question <clears throat> what is the name of the doctor who was killed by cray foresight Oh, Remember you, you, <laughs> you couldn't uh, you couldn't pay me to answer this question. I have a literal, literally zero clue. He comes up halfway through the movie, and I was like, why are we just learning about this guy now? This guy should have had some kind of presence towards the beginning of the movie to establish some kind of, like, mystery over what happened. I was trying happened. to be mind- I was trying to be mindful of it to see if he even appears at all. He is on screen alive once in like a, in in the news montage at the very beginning of the movie. It's like his like computerized version of himself shows up and we see the footage of him getting shot. I'm like, okay, I guess there was this really important guy that we just will never really <laughs> know anything about. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you four options, so at least you have a 25% chance of getting it right. Okay. Is his name A, Dingus Pringus, B, Deus Foresight, C, David Promare, or D, Deus Promare? I think it's Foresight. Is it Foresight? It is not. Foresight no. is the governor's name. Oh. <laughs> no wonder. I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Lastly, I do expect you to know the answer to this question because you texted me about it. <laughs> okay, let's... Don't be uh, too... Uh, whatever, I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> True or false? Cray had already built the proper machinery to solve the problem of the Earth's magma, but he pretty much just gave up because it was too hard to hit that last step. Oh, isn't the... He just freezes it, right? So I'm asking, could he... he I'm asking you true or false. He could have oh. done it, but he just gave up because it was too hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he could have done it. He could have <laughs> done it. But this the, was you, not a a huge catastrophe there was many people who could take care of this including the the fire people they they they, they control it why wouldn't you why wouldn't you seek out their services even before like establishing that the problem was calming the promare they easily could have frozen the earth's core yeah and yeah it's just like his excuse is constantly, well, the Earth's going to end anyways. <laughs> At the end, the governor, like, you had been asking me the whole time, couldn't they just solve this problem already? Yeah. And the governor at the very end answers your question by saying, yes, but I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Wes. <laughs> Uh, would you watch this movie again, or at least did it keep you entertained? It was entertaining. I'm not sure if it's the movie for me, because so much of it is action. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this movie's spectacle. Like, I, I'm making fun of the story a bit and some of the character choices, <laughs> but, like, this thing is meant to be bigger than life and not grounded in any way, so I can... I appreciate the animation's fun. I messaged you that the battle sequences probably give people headaches, and I messaged that because I was starting to get one at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so it's everything's like almost like neon colored, yeah, and it's moving so fast. Like especially I that first fight because there are yeah. like lights and sirens going off too, flames everywhere, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, but I will say that animation's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this movie's good. It it mm-hmm. kept my attention. I I say that. Like, I did fairly well on being able to answer a lot of these answers now, even mm-hmm. though I'll tell you that lull in time that I messaged you, I had fallen asleep. <laughs> 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 and, you know, I was able to catch up, which is not, which is kind of a hard feat sometimes with anime <laughs> movies when I'm just watching it in Japanese. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'll give uh, kudos for kudos to do. You can, this receives the first, <laughs> can fall asleep and know what's going on. Stamped. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, Would you rewatch it? I, I have rewatched it a couple times. This isn't my favorite anime movie. Um, and it's certainly not my favorite thing by this studio. My biggest problem with this movie is it feels like it was supposed to be a full series that they decided to condense into one movie, which is why the pace of it is just absolutely breakneck all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, I did appreciate the the pacing of it. Although um, I could feel that maybe you get stressed by it. I was stressed out in the theater when I was watching it. This is a great at-home watch, because if you want to, you can pause it, you can do something else. If you're in a movie theater watching this, it's just, like, constant information and visuals being thrown mm-hmm. at you. Yeah. And if you're not picking up everything, you feel like you're missing something. But that said, there is stuff in this movie to pick up on rewatch, which is surprising. But overall, I don't love the CG integration in this movie. I don't think that oh, some, yeah. of it, yeah, some of it... <laughs> Some of it's very startling. In the in the early fight, the EMT guy that you're talking about, Gallo, you can see him in his mech, and sometimes he is a flat texture placed on on the machine, and then sometimes he has a really bad 3D model that's sitting inside of it. Yeah. There's like isn't there like this scene where <sighs> like some city's like falling or something. Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah the bridge yeah. the the the, uh-huh. the freeze force goes and they kill a bunch of refugees under a bridge and the bridge falls down and yes, it looks like yes it, it looks like <laughs> the worst rendering of like basic we need a bridge that falls down and yeah. what can you get us in an hour <laughs> For, yeah from like the 80s i'm like an 80s macintosh <laughs> <laughs> that i i watched that scene closely i was like whoa what the fuck happened here it uh-huh. doesn't help that it 
it compared to the rest of the movie is the least colorful scene. Uh-huh. Like there's nothing hiding that it doesn't look good. Right. Um, I also think this movie compounds a lot of the issues that Studio Trigger's other properties have where the formula is predictable at this point to someone who has seen all of them. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I don't like the main character at all. I hate the EMT. I think he's really boring. And I think that his characterization is confusing. Yeah, like, I feel like there's very... I was just surprised by how successful he is. Like, pretty much everything he does, he succeeds. <laughs> like, I, mm. I was expecting, like, the typical... Like, he faces off against Leo and loses because he <coughs> is too gung-ho. Instantly beats his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so there's zero stakes for this character. This character yeah. will never face defeat meaningfully. Right. <laughs> like, every, every Studio Trigger property now, their main character is, like, the the theme behind all of their shows is if you have enough willpower, you can do anything. Um, so much so that the show that I think of, which is technically Gainax, I realize that for any weebs who are listening that are going to correct me, uh, Gurren Lagan, the tagline for that show is kick logic to the curb and make the impossible possible. Wow. What a tight and concise tagline. It's, yeah. <laughs> I love that show. And every time I watch this movie, I just wish I was watching that show. Because that character, he goes through some shit because uh, he's a little coward. I will just say one final point. Mm-hmm. Started this movie by watching the English dub. Watched the first two minutes and then decided to <laughs> <laughs> watch the Japanese Wow, so version. you really did uh-huh. experience my I first time watching this you, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the dub of this movie is, like, fine. <laughs> I like the voice actor for the main character in English uh, than Japanese. Wow, that's a first. Yeah. Every other side character I prefer in Japanese. Just the main character I like better in English. Who would it have been? Walter Cronkite? Yeah, or... believe it or not. <laughs> Johnny Carson? <laughs> Got the signature whistle. <laughs> All right. Um. Cool. Uh, what's... Uh, would this movie make you a weeb? Could you see this movie making anyone a weeb? Oh, I could see this movie making someone a weeb. Will it make me a weeb? No. Yeah. I can I... see this movie making anyone a weeb. I think it's too much. Oh. I think if you are like a Studio Ghibli fan mm-hmm. and that's all you've really seen and then you see this movie, <laughs> it could turn you off. But it could also just like completely kick you into high gear. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, this movie, this movie is very much for a subset of anime fans, which I used to be, uh, which are known in the community as hype fiends. They just want to see the coolest shit possible with the mm. most stuff happening. Yeah, it's like the people who go to see Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the spectacle of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So that is Promare. We are going to take a short break 
Sorry, one more thing on Promare. Isn't it cool how the freeze force is ice? I That's Promare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be right back, and I'm going to quiz Wes on a movie whose title I don't remember. Okay, I found it. <laughs> All right, we are back. Wes, I'm going to be quizzing you on the 2021 Pokemon movie, Pokemon the Movie, Secrets of the Jungle. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I think I watched this movie in English. <laughs> I don't... Oh, right, because you can only watch this movie in English in America. Uh, so, Wesley, why haven't you seen this movie? You've watched so many Pokemon movies. <laughs> more than I me, thought as well. More than me. Yeah. And tell me what happens in this Pokemon movie. You know, I was outwardly and publicly a Pokemon fan until I was in sixth grade. That was roughly around the time Diamond and Pearl came out. That was like the last one I played. Last new one that I played until Sun and Moon. Mm -hmm. I remained a secret Pokemon fan (laughs) for years. But the, the outside perception of Pokemon ate away at me. And so... I stopped watching Pokemon movies after middle school. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, at which point, that was roughly around the time that my mom, I was telling Andrea and Steven about this story. My mom initiated a rule in her house where it was no cartoons after dinner. <laughs> like, you couldn't watch any form of cartoon because you can only watch live action it's it's an absurd rule but i remember like sneakily trying to watch like spongebob or sam jack or star wars the clone wars with like the volume down to like five And then quickly turning turning the channel to ABC Family when she came downstairs. Which is, again, so absolutely cruel, because we grew up in a golden age of cartoons. <laughs> right, but, like, she's definitely of the mindset. Like, of course, she grew up in, in like, Hanna-Barbera, where it's, like, cartoons are for kids. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so she was just like, you're too old stop watching this mm-hmm. i come home from work you're not going to be watching cartoons right um so that also played a bit into it uh, I, re- I remember the last pokemon movie i watched was secretly in her bedroom on her tiny tv <laughs> and i was also flipping back and forth between sweet life on deck oh god it, like that's the other thing about watching cartoons. They were so much better than any live-action children's television <laughs> right. show. Except for Teen Nick. Yeah, but that's different. Because that wasn't our time. That was our. That was the previous yeah, group of children growing up with that. Well, I mean, it was just like Drake and Josh. Oh, okay, yeah. Most I was thinking classifying. Fresh Prince and... Mm. Stuff. Uh, 
What happens um, in this movie? <laughs> this is Scyther's time to shine. Uh, at Ash's Pikachu has been replaced <laughs> with Scyther, um, the second most recognizable Pokemon. It is? Yep. Um, <laughs> as you can remember, he and Pikachu were the most featured Pokemon in the Japanese Olympic Games. I didn't know that. That's cool. Uh, I'll also have you keep in mind that I am trying to do as poorly as possible on this That's quiz. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> so I will be lying. Um... <laughs> All right, then I'm going to move to the next question. Okay. I don't care. I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> I was going to give you so many details about a Scyther movie. Uh, how does Zarud come to find and take care of its human child? I'm sorry, LaRue? Zarud. Oh, Zarud. You know Zarud. Uh, I this is a newer Pokemon. I'd have to look him up. Not only is it a newer Pokemon, it is a mythical Pokemon from Sword oh, yeah, and Shield. I, so I there's no fucking remember. way you got one of these. Those are rude. Okay, I recognize it now. One of the yeah, like they made a fucking movie for this guy. Legendary. Oh man, um, how does he take? How does he save his baby? Uh, he finds and comes to take care of a human child. Um, I'm going to say it's... How does he find it? Yeah, how does he find it? Where does he Steals find it. this child? This is going to be a lot like those like urban legend stories from like India, Pakistan. <laughs> those kind of areas where... There's always like those. I'm sure you've heard those crazy stories where like monkeys will steal a baby, and then raise it in the jungle. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard those stories? No. No. I feel like they're like I. It's like up there with those. Like I married ba- Bigfoot. You're articles. you're now making me wish that I could like go to India or Pakistan and meet somebody who's like, oh yeah, I was actually a, a monkey kid. <laughs> I was ra- I was ra- I was stolen from my years. parents and I was raised by apes. I mean, terribly racist undertone. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, very. <laughs> I realize what I said. You know the phrase "monkey kid" doesn't sound very good. Uh, next question: How does Coco, the wild child, fight Pokemon? Hyper Beam. It, it's learned four moves. <laughs> Hyper Beam, Leech Life, <laughs> um, Hyper Fang, <laughs> and um, Giga Impact. <laughs> this kid sucks. <laughs> this is a poorly optimized move set. It's a human. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I'm not going to catch him. (laughs) I'll do it to complete the decks, but I'm throwing them out right after. And let me tell you, the only perks in its stats are its health. (laughs) It's high HP. It's like Chansey. Yeah. Actually, having high HP and Hyper Fang 
along with leech life. Isn't the worst combination you could have? I, there's viability there. Uh, other than hunting Pikachu, what's Team Rocket doing this time? Um, they are looking for a timeshare. <laughs> They've decided, you know, they finally got a raise. And uh, they're, they answered a Craigslist ad. They're looking for what will, what, how are they going to spend their time after Pokemon Journeys? <laughs> Apparently the new show is pretty fun. I'm interested in checking it out. Is it? Mm-hmm. I do I like saw... the idea of the Captain Pikachu. Yeah. I, I like the main character girl because she, there's a part where like a bunch of stuff is happening to her and she recaps it and she says, Oh no, am I the main character? (laughs) (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) That's funny. All right, moving on to multiple choice. Number one, how can you tell the different Zarude apart? A, their hair. B, the way they wear vines. C, their chest markings. Or D, 90% of the time you absolutely fucking cannot. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say they're chest markings. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Multiple choice number two. Which of Ash's friends will join him in this movie? A. Brock. B. Go. C. You know Go. Go's the the one they created for the Sword and Shield series. They wear a black t-shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The red hair. The red streak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. C, Gloria, who's the main uh, female character from Sword and Shield. Or D, nobody. Ash is alone. Um, Brock. Let's see what Brock's up to. He's he's the one who put up the Craigslist. <laughs> so you say that like it's crazy and like Brock doesn't just come back sometimes. I mean, it is. No. I mean, yes, you're true. You're right. I am true. Oh, I am true. <laughs> I am. Did you even call a doctor? You have a good stroke? Just take away my podcast. <laughs> Takara, take over. All right. And then uh, multiple choice number three. What's stopping the fireworks show that Coco and Ash were going to watch? A, Team Rocket. B, a bunch of phalanx. C, a rogue salazzle. Or D, Snorlax. Snorlax. Mm-hmm. Sleepy Snorlax. And this is going to be a big one like they used to be. <laughs> They're giant. It's Until a they just made them the Snorlax. size of ash. <laughs> just like uh, what they but... did to Whale Lord. Whale Lord should be too big to be around. Sending out a whale lord should end any fight that you're in. <laughs> I like how whale lord originally depicted is larger than Kyogre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing in Pokemon games, uh, I think it was Diamond and Pearl that did this. But when you look at uh, the Pokemon's weight, you can compare it to your own. Uh-huh. Uh, but when you picked a really heavy Pokemon, it just shot you into the sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, multiple choice number four. How did Coco save an injured Rufflet? 
A, he took it to the magic spring. B, he fed it an orinberry. C, Dada used jungle healing. Or D, Dada takes it to some random rufflet nest. He doesn't know what it, who actually lives there. Rufflet nest. Okay. And multiple choice number five. What do the scientists bring to get deeper into the jungle? A, a mecca! B, a land ship! C, a water containment truck! Or D, a tank! Tank! Let's go! (laughs) Scientists should be militarized. (laughs) If there's one thing I learned from Paramore... (laughs) Promare? No. No, I, no. What did you I, What did you learn from the early two thousands emo <laughs> rock group Paramore? Tell me. I've just revealed to you what I typed into my Roku TV. <laughs> I don't think you got uh, the right thing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, true or like, false? What are all these live rock band concert <laughs> videos? <laughs> this is uh, an anime. I think. <laughs> true or false, Maybe number one. Ishika. Ishika. Uh-huh. <laughs> true or false, number one. The Zerud have their own theme chant, and it's fucking awesome. Um, True. What, do you think it fucking sucks or something? Yeah, I think uh, it'll just be a typical ooh-ooh-ah-ah. Ah. Mm. Some Diddy or Kong it... shit. <laughs> or it's just going to be a palm sound. <laughs> uh, true or false number two, Ash catches a new Pokemon in this movie. False. In fact, Ash loses Pokemon in this movie. All right, true or false number three. When a scientist tells Ash they're studying components in the water, he responds, Components are cool. False. Um, he... Specifically says, Components... Components? Lamo, Which is Ash's catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, Ash is always saying, Lamo. True or false, the fireworks show put on in town is in honor of the jungle guardian, Zarud. False. It's 4th of July. (laughs) (laughs) Ash goes to America. (laughs) The jungle part. (laughs) Have you been to the American jungle? (laughs) The Mississippi jungle. Uh, true or false, Jesse is attacked by a cramorant and tells it to grow up. Uh, false. He tells it to be a man. <laughs> man up. <laughs> grow up, <a> Eric. <laughs> cramorant goes on to commit multiple crimes against women. That <laughs> he's, he's fully red-pilled. Yeah. Um, finally, uh, true or false, Coco's human parents were killed by the Alpha Zarud. Uh, true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that that mm -hmm, sounded like one of my old uh roommates aaron sure do you remember him no he was the one who always designed that wwe character i vaguely remember you have to remember i met this man once when i slept on your couch and had to use the cushions of that couch as my blanket for the night. And the cat that lived in the apartment attacked me all night. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel great about that. You should know that. You should feel better because I have said that I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I, I will feel, not I feel apologize. Much better. I feel much better knowing that you regret that. But I mean, I should also feel bad because I don't remember how much advance notice I gave anyone telling them that i was coming but my old roommate aaron when he was telling me something and then i would like make it a conversation and respond he, he still does it where he just goes mm -hmm, and then he continues on with what he was saying <laughs> <laughs> all right cool i went <laughs> i'm sorry i just have such little breath in my body and i need to keep moving forward I sent you the screenshot. All right. Uh, Describe we... a completely different movie. You might as well. <laughs> These are three Zeruds uh, that are on the bank of the Mississippi. And they're watching Ash's friend with his Pokemon that I honestly do not recognize. Let's say it's Delibird. And uh, the, the three monkey Pokemon are a little perturbed with what's going on because it does look like Ash's friend just came up from giving this Pokemon head. <laughs> <laughs> this takes place this is the opening scene to the movie <laughs> I'm glad you realized immediately why I selected this <laughs> screenshot <laughs> I woke up <laughs> and I saw this scene happening and I was like what the fuck <laughs> it's the only way it will evolve <laughs> It only evolves through friendship, and it needs to be a special kind of friendship. Now this is the Pokemon Ami I'm talking about. <laughs> you don't know what that is because you didn't play X and Y, games oh. that I think are terrible games. That's the one where people always dog on the Pokemon that are in it too, right? The designs? Probably. Well, people are coming around. I think people dog on the, the, the black and white designs. Which I think sucks, because those are like my second favorite games in this series. Mm. But uh, X and Y is in this weird renaissance where people are like, guys, it was, it was actually pretty good. You had roller skates. <laughs> it was like France. Which was the one, because there was, was black and white the one where it was like this weird 3D look? No. Well, maybe. Oh. If, you're, if you're talking about like, it was 2.5D where a lot of the buildings were 3D. Yeah. But the characters were, yeah, that was that was that was black and white. Okay. 
I tried playing that, and I was too thrown by the graphics that I stopped. Mm-hmm. But you were also mad that all the Pokemon from previous generations weren't in it. Yeah, I was a fuckboy. Pokemon fuckboy. I took to the forums, even though I was years late. <laughs> yeah. Any Gen 1ers that are listening to this podcast, get the fuck out of here. You're just wrong. At Any least... Pokemon go- game is good because it is Pokemon, and I've mm-hmm. spent money on it. <laughs> and I will buy every single one, and I will say that all of them are perfect <laughs> and ignore all flaws. I'm a Gen 5 till the end. <laughs> all right, uh, folks, that's it for uh, this episode of the We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet Game Show Podcast. The current score of that podcast is Ethan, 10, Steven, 8, and Wesley, I didn't tell you your total score for Bromare because I'm an idiot and I've been running this show for three years and I still don't remember to do that. So I have to count them because I didn't even put a total at the end. Uh, But it's not a lot because you got one point in open-ended. You got zero points in multiple choice. So that's still at one point. Two, three... Wes, congratulations on your pro mare quiz. You scored three points. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'm still in the run. <laughs> and now I don't points. have to be so shitty when Kira comes and guests. You don't. Um, <laughs> uh, and you still have that 1.5 points to wiggle around. So you got 1.5 points of wiggle room. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't do that thing for Pokemon because uh, I don't want to write more questions about the movie and I don't want to watch it again. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, I, I still haven't said your point total. You have 71.75 points out of a possible 90. So you can be a good boy for the for the end of the season. <laughs> um... You can find this week's movie on Netflix. Uh, it is only in English. Deal with that, I guess. Uh, follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. You can follow me on Twitter at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at E Geese. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember, Pikachu evolves at the end of Pokemon Journeys because he finally got laid. We're so proud of you. Proud of you and meows. Goodbye. Bye.